Welcome to another episode of Parallel Barkings. Woof, woof. My name is Larry Backer, and I'm here with... Ariana Backer. Hello. Bark, bark. Mr. Woof. Bark, bark. All right. Well, today we're doing an homage, our last little homage to summer, uh, which I think will be somewhat interesting. Uh, and it's an homage to, um, to, to technology as well. Uh, we're going to talk about finding swimming pools, and we're going to talk about the use of of what the uh, the technical people call AI, but it's really a little more complicated. It's like a treasure that. hunt, right? Well, the, the AI story, treasure right, hunt. The story is very simple. So France taxes swimming pools uh, as part of their, and and this is not uh, particularly weird. Um, your house is valued for purposes of assessing taxation on its value. Um, pools in France add value. In most places, they add value. Uh, many people who have been building swimming pools, certainly since COVID, uh, have failed to report the improvement to the tax authorities, which means that the tax authorities are not getting money. So this is the usual problem. Uh, there isn't a country on earth that has a tax system that don't have people who tend to view the tax system as, at least as applied to them, as something uh, that, that ought to be uh, contested, opposed, or subverted. Uh, although most people are generally um, law-abiding, uh, sometimes at the margins, things get a little weird. So how do you fight this? Uh, we use a combination of all kinds of things. So in this case, uh, the French system, the, the French uh, use an artificial computer vision system developed by the French IT firm uh, Capgemini uh, to help the French tax office identify, apparently, these are, this is a story that, that ran in, in August, uh, a little over 20,000 residential swimming pools that had gone undeclared. Uh, netting the, the French government, assuming they ever collect all of this, uh, millions of, uh, or at least some low millions, tens of millions of euros. The way this works apparently is that the, um, the, the, um, the software, uh, Copgemini software uh, using Google's cloud processing recognizes pools in aerial in aerial photographs by looking for no no shocker here blue rectangles for instance or anything that's blue and then compares the results with the records in real estate and tax databases so a kind all kinds of things are happening you are you have access to uh real estate and tax databases you have uh you have access to um, recordings, probably a combination of drones and who knows what other kinds of uh, picture generating uh, materials that are that have been placed in uh, in unidentified databases. You, you're able to crawl and and harvest those. And then you're able to put the two together uh, to determine this is where AI comes in. The analytics then matches picture. Well, they they look at picture, they identify the picture, they assess whether it is pool or not pool, they then compare the records, they then look at the, the property, compare 
the property declaration, the compare the, the address of the property with property declarations, and then you produce a blacklist. The blacklist in this case would be those properties identified by pictures as having a pool in which the tax records do not indicate that there's a pool. So you see the, the process is fairly straightforward and fairly simple, uh, but it involves coordination of a number of uh, components, uh, including private sources, public sources, uh, and then of course the computing power, the where you, you actually uh, do all of this uh, computation uh, and the analytics, the, the quote unquote AI analytics, uh, and you use Google's cloud processing. And apparently it was very successful. The, the controversy as we understand it uh, is not with the use of AI in this complicated system to, to find the, the people who haven't declared their pools, which apparently will uh, increase tax uh, assessments by several hundred euro per pool. Uh, so you're not looking at a tremendous amount of money relative to the amount of money it costs to install the pool. I mean, if you can pay the money to install the pool, uh, you'd have to think that you know 200 euro is, is the price you're going to pay, but why pay it? Uh, but the problem was the use of the American company, this is France, of course, the use of the American company, Google, that apparently has a long and notorious history of tax, um, I was going to say evasion, but tax um, controversies with the, the French tax authority. And this may be a way of Google expiating its sins of not paying by finding some other fool uh, that also- Well, that's some editorializing, if I do say so myself. Yeah, it's an ironic commentary. I have no idea what, what is going on between the, the French tax authority, Google, uh, um, Capgemini, and the, the, you know, for all we know, there's a bounty that's being paid for this. Probably not, I'm sure. I'm well, sure okay, well, here's fair. another thing. The River Loire has reached a record low water level to the point where people can walk from one side to the other. Right. So I'm sure that water usage is on the minds <clears throat> of the people of France, the people well, of Manage. That's very nice, but completely irrelevant, right? So if what you're worrying about is water usage, you're not going to worry about what the, the relationship between water usage and punishing pool owners. Quote They're going to use it as a reason. As a reason to do what? To uh, comply with law that you should have complied with if it was the rainiest 10 years in France's history. Um, what the, Here's the disconnect. They, they, they uh, want, I mean, a reason to ban uh, the construction of new private pools. Okay, but that's very different. So, but there's two things going on here. The first is to use the, the drought, and there is a historic drought uh, all over uh, large segments of Europe, is to use that as a way of, um, of getting people not to really focus on some of the major issues that I want to talk about in a second, uh, with this this quote unquote AI program, because everyone is so angry at these people for using all this water that they don't care if France uses all of this technology in order to squeeze a couple hundred euro from each of those people. So that's one, right? So you're going to use it to um, to distract the masses for what is actually going on 
because they all want uh, people who are sitting around in pools during a historic drought, uh, they want them to be punished. The second thing, of course, is that um, if in fact what you're worrying about is water usage, then getting people to comply with the law when they build pools doesn't really help because all that means is it doesn't stop you from building pools. The right? pool but has been built. Right, right, but that's the point. The point that you were raising is that in fact, if you get people angry enough to be okay with taxing them, you may be able to get them angry enough in order to pass new legislation that would prohibit the construction of new pools. Right, and I believe that that's the story. But then the third thing, which is a more interesting thing, this is where the disconnect comes in, is if in fact you were really angry about all of this water usage, then what you should be thinking about is taking all the water in those pools and emptying it into the Loire or wherever, right? And then having everyone have empty pools and the water goes somewhere else. But I guess, I don't know if you can do that or, or what the deal is, but that, that disconnect is, is, is interesting. But it raises a much more interesting uh, issue. And that is, we now seem to be okay with um, technology that effectively can snoop in from various distances, drones or whatever it is that they're using, uh, cars going down the street to not only survey, uh, to monitor your house or your property or a physical space, whether from on top or from the side, but then to record those images to warehouse those images and to use them for all kinds of effects. Well, yeah, take note, take note that these aerial photos were not taken by Google or Capgemini. They, they were taken by France's National Institute of Geographic and Forest Information. Okay, for the purpose of smoking out pools? For the purpose of of taking documentation of right right for right. whatever purpose they have but the the reality is they allow people businesses whoever to access these photos and use them how they see fit well but no not not quite yet yes that's, that, that's what, what they're going. doing absolutely that's, that's where we're going well yes and no they, the, Do they not? The, I mean, Cap, Google no. and Capgemini just did it. They just well, but they this. they did it. They did it as the running dogs of the French tax office, right? And so the fig leaf here is that well, it's okay because the idea is, and and we see this in a lot of uh, American police TV shows, is that one stands naked before the law, certainly before the police, but even more naked before the tax authorities because all governments are now hungry for money. Um, and that if in fact the government wants it, then the fact that they tell you that they want to take your picture for some innocuous purpose doesn't mean anything because if it later turns out that the picture is useful for some other reason, then you know, too bad, so sad, that's, that's what we're going to do. And so you stand naked before the state. Uh, no one of course has had the political discussion uh, nor discussion within the constitutional traditions of all of these, especially these liberal democratic states, about whether or not um, this is a problem, uh, whether or not there should be consent, whether or not the legislature ought to, um, uh, whether or not the legislature ought to approve, 
uh, whether or not there should be uh, constitutional limits or notice or, or whatever, we're just gonna do it. And in fact, when we do it, the thing that you may or may not be consenting to, the Forest Service taking pictures of the of flora and fauna in France, now all of a sudden becomes a means of uh, disciplining uh, taxpayers who are being naughty. Uh, and this and and this is just the tip of a much larger iceberg. Right? Technologies get really good, and technology is actually quite good. You know, it's one thing to put a drone up uh, to look at pools, and uh, and you know, people will now begin to uh, cover their pools. I guess uh, the other thing, of course, uh, and and the the other thing is the the. Uh, the success of this thing. Apparently there was a, until they fixed this, for a long time, there was something like a 30% error rate. Uh, they would, uh, the, the AI program would uh, treat solar panels as pools as well. And then they caused a lot of headaches for um, taxpayers who then had to stop everything they're doing and at some expense, go and convince the tax authorities that in fact their solar panels were not pools and therefore they weren't uh, they, they shouldn't be required to pay the pool tax uh, because they the AI system oh that's interesting I wonder what kind of testing Google did for that or what what I mean who knows I mean you could put a tarp out there if they... you think about it if the, if the AI was really crude uh, what if you could put a tarp out there uh, and um, and it might be uh, mistakenly looked at as as a uh, as a pool. Now, of course, if I were um, looking to just make the tax people's life uh, burdensome, and if I wanted to get even with them, I might be tempted to get things like tarps, paint them to look like pools, uh. put them out, which is my right, have the drone go by, uh, and then be assessed a pool charge, and then sue them for harassment. Uh, and the time and effort that uh, that I went. Okay. At. Yes. If you had nothing else to do with your life, that would no. Be this is this this is resistance. You make the uh, you make the tax authorities crazy by doing this kind of uh, of resistance action that then uh, impedes the the effectiveness of the. What I'm saying is not everybody has the luxury to resist in that way. That's true. Well, then you can do the opposite and you can find pool covers that look like grass. Uh, keep your pools covered. Yes. I mean, so you can you can play use around AstroTurf. You can use AstroTurf. But but even more important, right? So as technology gets good, uh, can they look in your windows? Of course. Can you use infrared technology this to is see how many making me think house? like what other institutions have taken photos and of what and where are they store where are they storing them and what are they going to use them for in the future? Right, right. But it's not just pictures, right? And there's all kinds of oh, videos. Pictures. Right. It's also sound. Ooh, right? and, oh, you're right. <gasps> I mean, there's all kinds of things. So, for example, the Forest Service next can say, "Oh my goodness, I just want to hear French storks do their mating <laughs> the rituals." Yeah, so we're going to go out and we're going to these really silent things or whatever it is. It's and right outside people. someone's window. Yeah, and meanwhile, uh, as Google does Google Maps, uh, they can take those uh, high level, uh, you know, if they, if they changed out their cameras, they can point the cameras into your open windows to see what's up. Um, 
and yeah. and then you can add station. I mean, you, you can see where this is going. You can see where this mm -hmm. is going. Mm -hmm. And and you're absolutely right, Ariana, because the other thing you can do is right now people are grumbly, but maybe, well, you know, we do stand naked before the state. But what if, in fact, you're right? The French government says, well, we will let someone else use this for some other reason, or we're desperately poor now because of the uh, Ukrainian, Russia, Russian, Ukrainian war, and so we need some more money. So maybe we'll sell this data mm -hmm. to someone else. And you know the possibilities are endless. Now, more interesting, of course, is that all of this um, was viewed. We view this um, with a little bit of horror when we're looking at private individuals. Uh, not necessarily because we care one way or another whether the French government squeezes another couple hundred euro from uh, people who lie about their pools. Uh, but because it's a, an incredibly useful tactic in war, right? And we'd already seen this in the, the uh, Russo-Ukraine war, where drone technology was essential in the ability of the Ukrainians to find and knock out uh, key Russian weaponry, especially on, uh, on key roads, for example, that made it much, much easier for them to be effective. So well, even before that, to find and locate adversaries. Right, right. That's the other thing. That's the um, you know, thermal technology and the like. So if you can actually look into a house, you can see how many people are in there. And this stuff has already been in development uh well before that. Uh God knows what the Americans have. But again, there's there's part of what, what we're seeing here is an interesting fusion between the normal technologies of data gathering and collection at its most innocuous in the form of the French Forestry Service that is using it for cataloging, right, and describing, to then moving to the next step where you're taking something that is used for purpose one, which is merely descriptive, and then you use it as a disciplinary tool by the tax people, and then you may use it as a criminal uh, enforcement tool by um, by the police. So for example, those lovely uh, pictures uh, that the Forestry Service takes may not be just about pools, but maybe they can use it to see a forested marijuana farm mm. or, or, uh, or illegal activity, other illegal activities that are occurring in national parks or the like. And then we move to the last stage, which is, well, we can use this uh, in combat, right? And then there's, there's the seamlessness to this and they feed off of each other. And by the way, we say cannabis now. We do. I say cannabis. We, we. <laughs> about to do for those of you who are 5,000 years old. This is a, an old uh, Fred Astaire movie. But you can forget I just said that. Yeah. Um, I've please. been watching the Turner Classic movies. So, uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have known about this. So, so that's what makes this really interesting. So on the one hand, it's, it's funny, and we all like to see tax avoiders get their due. On the other hand, it's sort of horrifying, only because um, it's the, it brings together a series of technologies. But it's also really interesting in the context of war, where uh, many of us are rooting for the side that now is being able to use it effectively. Although interestingly enough, it's the Ukrainians who've used it far more effectively than the Russians, and it's not clear why, but that's probably well above our pay grade uh, in terms of access to information.
Right, but can you think of other cool uses for this or misuses? I mean, we have just scratched the surface, I'm sure. I mean, I, I probably don't even want to know. Well, yes, you do. I mean, the elements are here. So one of the things we're looking at is the technology, the, the data scraping technology. Well, yeah, and the machine learning. I, right. I think no, 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 the picture, the picture part. So then we go to what you said, the machine, it's the machine learning part, right? That's the Google analytics, right? So we go from the data and the problems with this weird uh, ability to take data for purpose one, and then, you know, it's just data and then available to who God knows who, then to the analytics, right? Uh, and here you've got AI that can be trained to do all kinds of things with data that's freeform. Yeah, I just wonder about the problems that are going to arise, for instance, because of, I guess, the roadblocks that are going to inevitably come along the way while we are training these AI because you know that's just what happens like well, for instance you, 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 when they were going over the photos and mistook the solar panels for pools like that's a mistake that we have to reteach retrain the AI to recognize as a solar panel okay you got to redo that and then I, I'm I'm concerned not concerned but Yes, concerned about what other issues may arise and cause serious problems, right. depending yeah. on what the AI is used for. That's so, right, and 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 of course you've got the issue of ownership. Who owns at this point? Who controls and owns the analytics? Um, it looks like it's it's either uh, Capgemini or Google. So you've got a private company that is either doing the the uh, analytics. I believe that 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 may have been Google, but you also have one that then coordinates this, that builds the analytical ecologies, uh, and that's Capgemini. Uh, but it's not, and they deliver a product which is the blacklist. Those uh, addresses where there may be an unregistered pool, but it's these companies that well that's the output that's the right, output right. Of but the that's product which is the ai right. but it's the, the private companies that then have the analytics which like the french government using french government pictures that were meant to take pretty pictures of trees now as a tax avoidance thing well capgemini and um and google can now use the analytics which they developed to help the French tax authorities get a couple hundred euros from someone for other purposes, including to sell these the availability of these analytics uh, to other private companies for other things, and we and we don't know what it is. Uh, so that's that's another interesting problem, and none of this is particularly regulated. Uh, as a French citizen, I suspect that I would not have much access to the analytics, to the, the, the programs, uh, much less to the way in which they generated the, the, uh, the, the list. I guess Although I, litigation. I would say that they have more access than 
Americans do. Right, right. But uh, but at some point, and especially when we get closer to uh, the to the Ukraine war thing, all of a sudden, all of these things that are now held by private companies, one that could be used uh, in in commercial or for other purposes, might also acquire national security uh, characterization, and then uh, your ability to access it, export it, or to use it. Uh, may be controlled by the state, which is another interesting wrinkle. So far, that's not the case, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, if that occurs. But one last thing, I know we're, we're running a little low on time. The, the thing that tends to be lost in all of this is what, uh, what Capgemini is really doing. And that is uh, acting as a router, right? And, and that's, for me, one of the most interesting parts of this thing. This works only because you're using analytics, of course, in AI, which is the, the focus of all the news reporting, but this doesn't work unless you're able to combine three sets of databases in this case, right? At least, I think at least three sets of, of, uh, of databases. Uh, what you have to do is you need the database of pictures Right, and you need to be able to scrape that information, code it properly so that you know what you're looking for. And then you need to have access to real estate databases and tax databases. So what you're doing is you're having your these databases that might have been siloed now are basically open to be used for all kinds of reasons, which in this case are relatively uh, connected to their function, but not necessarily. But to make this work, the trick here is to be able to have access to databases that have their own data scraping that you hope is robust, combine them, right? The, the picture database, the real estate database, and the tax database, which is then connected by the, the algorithms, right? That That is what is used to draw one and its relationship to the other two. Um, but that also suggests the <laughs> that, at least in, in the liberal democratic West, that the idea that data that you give to one place stays in that one place uh, doesn't really work. So that you have to assume that whenever uh, your information goes into any database, a real estate database, whether public or private, a tax database, a database of your purchases at Walmart, a database, uh, pictures that go up on internet, on Facebook of, of your wedding, that all of those things may, under some circumstances, depending on the, the rules of the database, can be used in an un almost unlimited way but in ways that are very creative and that may have very little to do with anything you thought was going to be able to be used that affects you when you posted these things. Well, that's true of, of most publicly available information, right? I mean, tax information is publicly available. Um, a lot of large data sets are publicly available. I wouldn't right. be surprised if I wouldn't even be surprised if the the pictures from the um, Institute of Forestry 
um, were publicly available and they were just what Capgemini was able to do with Google was mold them all together and create a solution and develop a, a product that... Right. But here's a question. What's actually available when you're dealing with databases, right? It's one- The data set, more... just the data ah, set. But what is the data set? Here's where it gets interesting. It's just so the, when... the data. So Capgemini ah, would have to build, build the actual- But is the data, so then, thank you, because that's the point I wanted to make. When I have access to those pictures uh, of the trees, what am I actually accessing? I'm accessing the pictures. Yeah, you're I'm not accessing the AI. You're not accessing the- The code. The code, yes, exactly. Ah, the code, right. And so that's the difference so that the real estate records may be available in some kind of form that the public form, but that the code for those tax records or the code for these databases are not available. And yet that is precisely what needs to be used in order to make this thing work. Not the pretty picture of a rectangular blue thing, but the code that makes it possible to extract that idea and then use in the algorithm to then match with the code that represents uh, a, a, a spatially distinct piece of land and a, um, a, a, a autonomous tax paying body, like a, a person or a family. Yeah, I mean, and that's precisely why they've been talking about um, the need to um, report um, code. Um, I think I was reading in a, a an article today. Let me look it up if I can find it. Um, you might have to, they're talking about having to legally report um, your AI code. Um, Wait, who are the day? I don't know the pronouns. That's what I'm trying to figure out where, okay. where they were debating it. Because unless law requires it, the state doesn't have an obligation to give you anything, much less code. Private companies, code is property. Uh, and if the code is itself proprietary, uh, that will tend to be protected, especially in this country, um, even as against the person who consented to be data scraped, because they, the thing that they own is the information not the way in which that information is encoded in order to create a database, right? And so we have these big arguments over what is it that that you have that you can give. So I can I can consent to someone using my hair color, right? But I I that and I may have some ownership rights with respect to that, but I don't have any rights with respect to the coding system that is then used to make that information now useful in the context of things like this, uh, this pool uh, tax avoidance uh, AI. Pro, uh, well, product. yeah, and then there's also, you know, the debate on copyright for AI code. And they're already 
debates. Like I've been looking at um, some of, I don't know if you know the website GitHub, um, but it's, it's a it's a site where you can you know look through a lot of data sets and and stuff. But there, um, uh, people have been since twenty twenty one debating whether GitHub's uh, AI latest AI tool violates a copyright law, and I don't know if that's that was ever. Um, yeah, no, but that's, we, we, yeah, we can talk about that in another. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying okay. like the, the code itself is, is important to people. Right, 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 right. And it's an autonomous thing, which makes this more complicated. Uh, and, and of course, what winds up happening is that it becomes very difficult. If this is a political matter, it becomes very difficult to talk about this uh, in terms of policy, because most people are not. Um, uh, and and we're barely, at least I think I'm barely able to to really grasp the the language and the complexities here. And if that's with that kind of of background, rulemaking becomes virtually impossible. But before I know we're we're about to go, but I have one last thing because there's no point in talking about AI unless you're either talking about military victory. Uh, or in this case, we're talking about money. Mm. I'm assuming that uh, uh, Capgemini and Google is making some cash out of this, right? And, and, then ultimately, so. right? and then ultimately the question is, what percentage of the take are, are they getting and to what, and you know, how do they, they, there has to be an additional AI with respect to, things like um, ultimate connect collections and the like. And, and the last thing is, of course, the auditing of this. So there's, there's all kinds of, of interesting issues. But anyway, with that in mind, enjoy your pool. Hopefully, you will have paid your pool tax. If um, not, get some AstroTurf or some green tarp. Yes, absolutely. Resist the tax demons. Resist. Uh, make their life more difficult. Booyah <laughs> or woof woof. Until next time. Bark, bark. Thanks, everyone. Bye.